it's been a rough 90 days, guys, and it's been more about listening and learning the patterns before actually jumping to conclusions for me. So I spent a minute trying to get my head wrapped around it and come up with some really good points, things that I can really bank on to be those instrumental pieces that will help me navigate these last few months of the year with peace, productivity, and a good level head, and ultimately being there as a leader for my staff, my family, myself, and not losing hope, which is above all the most important piece of all. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Patty Rappa. I've been a business owner and turnaround management coach for over 20 years, and I've seen it all. We're entering a new business climate, one with storms ahead, and it's not going to be easy, and it's certainly not going to be about the quick fix. This is about building business strength, endurance, and health. This is Entrepreneurial Vitamin. We've got this. Hey guys, how's it going? It's been a hot minute. So I've spent probably the last 90 days now really taking a moment to just take it all in. It's been quite the shift. Um, We opened up in May. Um, That's around the time when I was starting to get things realigned, um, trying to get a feel for what's this economy gonna hold? What are people gonna do? How much are clients gonna respond? How much are staff people gonna respond for that matter? We had a lot of aha moments and you really do kind of see people's true character during these times because um you just kind of you you just kind of those gut feelings you they never they are never wrong i just have to say when situations like this kind of hit the fan you really do get a chance to see what those gut feelings were about and you're like okay well you kind of knew this about these certain individuals or maybe clients or staff people whoever it is that's in your sphere Um, and you just kind of like, yeah, well, kind of knew that about them already. So no surprise. So trust your gut feelings. It'll just help you have less disappointment if, you know, that's the case. In my case, it was a little bit of disappointment, um, but also more confidence because if you do have good gut feeling about individuals to start with, um, those are the people that are really going to kind of show up in a way that you had hoped for in the first place when things get tough and things are tough right now. I'm just not even going to sugarcoat it. It's a tough time. And unfortunately, I feel from what I'm gathering from my fellow peers, um, you know, other entrepreneurs, people in this business and other businesses as well, um, it's not going to get any easier for a minute. And we just need to all know how to navigate it because um, it's really all about preserving your sanity, preserving your heart condition, your mind, your soul, and the integrity of your family after all, you know, and that's what we're all in this for is to have that quality life lifestyle, um, those choices for our families, those abilities to um, make informed decisions and all the things that we love as um, our staples in this life that we're carrying. You know, it's not an easy life to follow, this entrepreneurial life. It's not a prescribed life by any means. No one tells you A to Z what to do. You have to figure it out. That's the job. That's the job every day, all day, and it never ends. And so um, figuring it out is what we, I guess, kind of thrive on, isn't it? Because it's what makes us so excited every day to wake up and be like, okay, what's happening today? How are we going to make something happen so that, you know, at the end of the day, we can have more choices again, more better quality of life and ultimately more money. 
Um, so these are the things that are just kind of ringing true day in and day out. And right now with so much uncertainty in the marketplace with everything going on, um, it's tough. It's tough to know what to do to figure it out. It's tough to have those instinctual insights that we depend on so much. We can't just glean back on our years of experience and be like, this is how I handled this situation and that's how I handled that one. Because these are all new situations that some people, most people, I would say that are still living on this planet have never gone through, have never really truly experienced. I mean, we had a little bit of a, you know, glitch in uh, 2018, um, 2008, sorry, with the housing market going upside down and doing crazy stuff. That was tough, but and somewhat a recession, but it wasn't like earth shattering. It wasn't like people burning down businesses and uh, killing each other in the streets kind of thing, you know? And so um, not going to get political. Don't want to even go there. I'm so tired of the politics behind all this. I'm tired of this pol- political year, actually, um, with everything going on. I just want peace and love and understanding and just harmony. But that's just kind of my, my hope and dream for this human uh, human. Uh, life that we all sustain every day. But uh, in reference to knowing what to do as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as someone that needs to make it happen, no matter what the circumstances, um, I have thoughts. I have things that have just kind of surfaced along the way that have given me some true insight. And I've been spending this time by design quietly just taking notes and not being, you know, um, I, there's so many talking heads and everybody's spouting off a new how-to and it's kind of a hustle economy right now where it's like everybody's trying to find work so they're launching their how-to uh, do this, how-to do that, you know, online course and great for them. Trust me, I applaud those people all day, every day. Those are hustle people. Those are my people. I believe in that kind of, uh, you know, work ethic. Um, but there's a lot of out, a lot of it out there and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of people talking about a lot of things that you should be doing with your life and your career right now. And, um, and so it can be a little overwhelming. So I did spend the be- better part of that last 90 days just listening and trying to understand um, what could be, what has been, um, getting ideas. I've been watching a lot of documentaries about how economies have failed in different countries, different parts of the world, different times in history, how they've succeeded, how people have survived and made um, those just moments happen for themselves. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. That's more important than anything is how to really maintain your pace and maintain a good steady workflow um, that's not going to be slave to the grind, got to hustle like a mad person, got to make it all happen because the world is all in chaos, none of that stuff. Um, I truly, truly believe, especially with my spiritual walk, I spend every morning talking to God, reading. uh, One of my dear friends from high school sent me um, a Jesus Calling kind of um, devotional book Um, I'd never seen it before, but it's really been helpful in seeing that there is definitely peace around us. We just have to stop and receive it. And whether you believe in in Jesus, whether you believe in in a God, whether you believe in any kind of religion or any kind of spirituality whatsoever, everyone knows at some point there is a level, even animals know that there is a place of peace in our lives and we need to learn how to stop and receive that peace 
in its designed way for us to rejuvenate us, to give us that holistic health that we just can't get from anything, anything on this planet um, that is man-made. It's just not possible. So meditation, you know, getting, you know, something as simple as walking on the naked earth with your bare feet. I say that so much, even to my staff members, it's like we live by the beach and none of us actually take the time to walk on the earth, on the sand, um, as much as we should because we're busy and we've got so much going on. But the reality is, is that our bodies are charged with positive ions, which are not good for us. The earth holds negative ions. And when we walk on the naked bare earth with our feet, um, those, those exchange and we actually get recharged. Um, it's a, it's a mother nature rule, if you will, um, designed just for us. And I can't tell you how important it is to make time for those moments of peace and to spend time in those moments of peace so that you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as someone that is required to figure it out can have the wherewithal because I promise you, you will run on dry. You will run on fumes if you don't find ways to recharge. So that's my number one takeaway is that during all of this heaviness, the news, the media coming at you with every dire straight situation coming, you know, from every freaking portal. It doesn't matter if you watch the news or not. I don't watch the news. I refuse to watch the news. I don't believe in, in that hyped up awareness. Um, I stopped watching it years ago and it's been so therapeutic. I used to literally wake up in the morning and turn on like the morning news, the morning shows and thought they were fun and they sound fun, but then they start actually bleeding in the stuff of the world that doesn't need to be first part of your morning. First part of your morning needs to be that cup of coffee, that conversation with your spouse, that conversation with God, that conversation with yourself, you know, a workout here and there, uh, you know, just, just really, really setting yourself up for a positive day, not a bunch of, you know, garbage that's been put together by now social media. It's like every time I even open anything, it's somebody spouting off something about someone getting, you know, political and that can't believe they said this and just all this garbage. And so in that light, um, it is so important to just detoxify from all those elements, those just, I, I call them just metallic elements are just overwhelming us. Um, and just get back to something that's pure, something that's peaceful. That moment when you see even a, the, the simplest animals resting and rejuvenating. That's what we need to always remember is that we were designed to not live in a state of fear and a state of, of crazy. I mean, if you think about like just a simple, imagine just a simple water hole in Africa where, you know, the antelope and the elephants and all of these beautiful animals come to drink, you know, during the, the heat seasons, they're not living in a state of fear. They only run or get heightened awareness when the lions come or the, the cougars come or whatever is coming to eat them. But the rest of the time, they're living in a place of peace. They're living in a place of existence and just fortifying their needs, eating, you know, taking care of their young. It's a place of peace. We as human live exactly the opposite. We are constantly feeding our souls and our minds with all of this toxicity or all around us. And then we literally have to carve out a moment of peace in our lives to get rejuvenated. It's exactly the opposite. And then we wonder why we're on pills. 
you know, why we're all medicated. <laughs> so recognize that that's not how we're supposed to be. That's not the space we're supposed to be in right now. It's a crazy time, but it is an absolute must that we get back to that watering hole, that place of peace. And the only time our bodies and our minds should be in exerted states if, if, if there is immediate danger. And when I mean immediate danger, I mean like something's happening to your family. You get that phone call that requires action. You know, these types of things. Not stewing over what's going to happen with politics. What's going to happen if this election, this, you know, candidate gets elected, if the other one gets elected. If, when are we going to go back to school? You know, these kids are, we're fucking up our kids, you know. All that is unnecessary. No one's fucking up the kids. The kids are actually going to look back on this time and be like, wow, I didn't know that it was possible for me to be home with my parents, you know, doing school. And we're actually teaching them a whole new way of life that is, believe it or not, going to serve them in the long run. I have a 28 year old. He's about to turn 29, which is frightening, um, who has become incredibly self-sufficient. He's literally watched me build my businesses since he was five years old. Um, we started out really, really young with, um, you know, no money and just doing the best we could. And little by little, you know, with always the mindset of having remote access to everything, everything in the cloud, you know, we were that Y2K um, family that was always, we had a computer business, a tech business, all that stuff back in um, the 90s. And we were always building things to really supplement our remote lifestyles. And so we learned early on, he learned early on that there's another way of doing things. Fast forward, he actually, um, we sent him to private school for a short period of time during his early, uh, his middle school. I think he did some in elementary and then he did some in middle school and then he did some in the earlier part of his high school years. But then he was like, mama, I don't need to be in a school. I know how to function, you know, and, and go through. So he signed up for, um, uh, the Academy online that is, it's a public school. Um, I think it's connections Academy. Um, and he schooled himself. I mean, we really didn't have to do much. He graduated early, graduated at 17 and he was off and running to become a chef, um, which, you know, he went to physical school for, but then, you know, got his degree, went off and did amazing things in Las Vegas. Again, all on his own, self-sufficient learning from, his patterns and that's what we're teaching kids now by learning how to work from home learning how to be so a little more self-sufficient yes there's that social element that they need and absolutely that's a piece of my son's puzzle that he really did need more of I will always you know own that that he could have had more play time with other kids I think we were always so tech-minded that we were always just kind of focused on building um you know up the business building up education doing all the things we were doing and kind of our vacuums and so he missed out a lot on that just simple interaction with other kids but you know they can catch that up too that's not you know unheard of that's always part of you know as long as you're aware of it early on and you're telling them you know you really do need to spend time playing you need time away from the computer all of that stuff balances itself out. But most importantly, right now, while we're going through this time of survival, learning how to survive in this new place of work and life and all of the things that we have to do, it is important that we congratulate, you know, our short successes and our, our small successes um, along the way uh, and congratulate each other. It's like, yeah, you made it through a school year working, you know, from home doing these things. That's going to teach you how to, you know, have more control over your life at some point. And you may not always have the social influences immediately that you desire, which again, 
that comes with time and development but um, you also can control your workspace you can know that you can make a living from anywhere in the world and fast forward now to where he's at with um, his current situation he's actually renovating um, uh, one of these vans like some of these Millennials are doing they're turning these vans into like little homes for themselves he's like yeah I just want to have one ready just so that just in case if you know all hell breaks loose I have place to go I don't have to be stuck in one city I don't have to be so he's up in the Oregon mountains doing that right now he lives in Austin Texas but he went up there with family to do this uh, project and he's just preparing his life he's working remotely as now a programmer he taught himself scripting and virtual reality Um, again all self-taught didn't go back to school for that and learn from his former patterns of this is how I control my outcome and things like that And, and again part of it is to just empower them to know that they don't have to follow somebody else's rules they can build their own you know lives and work alongside other people and collaborate without having to be in the same room and all these things that they're learning uh, very young and it's going to be a must at some point especially if we continue to have you know climate situations like right now all of the west coast is on freaking fire um, everything's happening all around us. So it's like, yeah, you have to know how to have options and not literally find yourself in a state of despair. And as a leader, as an entrepreneur, I am 1000% an advocate of that. I teach that to my staff all day. Um, some of them like it, some of them don't. I'm a big believer is like, okay, so you do this type of service. Um, we're in the spa world. You do this type of service. You're going to learn how to run the front desk. You're going to learn how to manage um, all these different elements of the spa, um, manage inventory, you know, help manage and train other staff members, all these pieces, because at the end of the day, if someone lets you down or someone doesn't show up for work or someone is just batshit crazy and decides to quit or whatever, which happens, you know, we have kind of a moody industry. People just kind of disappear and do weird things sometimes. I I believe they don't know how to, that's just my side note, I believe they don't know how to detoxify from like picking up everybody's negative energy while they're doing treatments and stuff like that. And then sooner or later, those people go crazy. But, you know, that's just my theory. Not not proven in any way. Um, But anyhow, so if these things happen, um, how do you survive your day without stress, number one, with, you know, full control of what's happening, no stress on the client, no stress on you, no stress on your fellow staff members. And that's to learn how to run your full operation from A to Z. And that's what I teach at the spa. Um, and most of it, 90% of it is cloud-based so that, you know, if there is someone from home that can't make it in this to support you, they can hop online, they can catch a call or two. All of our phones are voice over IP, all of our, um, our, every ounce of what we document, the way we book, the way we ring things up, everything is done on, you know, uh, online platforms. And so we can all support each other remotely. We can, you know, and yes, there might only be two people working at the spa, but there might be like five people working on the, on the business itself in one given day. And we're all just, um, you know, collaborating constantly all day and nobody misses a beat, you know, we're on top of it. And so these are the pieces that I'm so huge about. And again, some people like to learn all these extra pieces. Other people are kind of resistant to it. In my organization, it's not an option. Everyone must cross-train. Even if you're not doing it full-time, you still need to know how to navigate it and not be lost in the weeds. Um, And so I would just encourage that those types of patterns, number one, the stress needs to go, the heightened, you know, fear factor, all that needs to go. We're not designed to live in fear. 
Um, yes, wear your masks. Yes, do the things that are necessary to protect yourself from, you know, sickness and all these things. But don't live in a state of, oh my God, oh my God, because that's just going to make you weaker in, you know, your body. Your body starts to stress. Your, your, your system starts to break down. Your immunity goes down, believe it or not. So yeah, it's like, you know, strengthen your inner cells in that way and it always will serve you much better. And the next is to strengthen the people around you, empower them with technology, encourage them to be more self-sufficient, to learn the things that you may have never thought they would want to learn or even need to learn. They may have thought that too, but make it part of your everyday. Be like, guys, we're going to diversify our learning, you know, platform here a little bit. Everyone's going to get a taste of what it's like to you know, manage for a day, what it's like to run inventory for a day, to take an inventory, what it's like to uh, do a little payroll, um, you know, things that may be scary. It actually empowers your people to learn to think more like business owners at some point. I even have people that have joined me as, you know, shareholders in my company because they have learned the ins and outs of the business. And if I'm not there, they can run it. And so, again, so important to have these pieces available. Don't ever know how it's going to serve you until it serves you. And then the final piece that I've been super like aware, just getting, taking super big notes on is the money situation. So one of the things I love to do most is to just kind of study how it's flowing um, on a market level, I watch the stock market. I'm not hugely invested in the stock market. I've always been a big believer in like invest in your own companies. You hold more power that way. But I also lost half a million dollars during COVID in my own company. And I probably wouldn't have lost it if I had it in the stock market. So there's a lesson learned too. So it's not always about putting all your eggs in one basket. Um, you know, it does, you do need to have a diversified portfolio. Um, even if it, if you don't necessarily trust the stock market, you still need to have money in it in some way, shape or form and cash on hand. Also, I I'm a big believer in having cash on hand. Um, so in that respect, um, it's like more or less, uh, just an instinctual quiet little voice that is lingering, um, in this whole process. It's like, make money, make money right now. It's a hustle economy. And what that means is that, you know, the gig economy where people just would, you know, open up their cell phones and they'd find a new job or they'd go do some Uber deliveries or they'd go, you know, do whatever. That economy is kind of taking a back burner right now. What's happening is, is that people are starting to be innovative right now. They're building those. And again, not to, you know, frown on that, building those online platforms, getting very, very, um, super just innovative in the sense that they're thinking outside the box. What can be done? How can we pattern interrupt this and build a more efficient way? There's moms that are building homeschool platforms for their kids. There's, um, I had a client sitting in my chair that was building a cooking channel, um, you know, how to teach your kids how to cook. Um, I had um, another lady that was, that I was talking to the other day who is building, you know, entire, um, just learning platforms for just little kids to have interaction on Zoom, which is crazy, but they love that kind of stuff. And you get to like show each other, you know, toys and just funny things that people are making and so cute. And so it is an innovative time. It is a time to really think about ways to make money, not spend money. Be careful because any new business you start up, 
requires revenue most of the time. So be careful not to go crazy. Be like, in the name of starting my next business, I'm going to spend all my life savings. No, no. Be careful to start things in a scalable way. Um, run things as leanly as possible, which means wear many hats. Um, and build on a level that can be easily duplicated without big investments. And what I mean by that is like if you need to buy a piece of equipment to get to that next level, you know, I'm a big believer of take out the loan, you'll pay it back, but, um, you know, and, and the loan that can be paid back over 10 years, not those, you know, money shark loans that are like you need to literally pay back weekly. I got caught in those early in my career too, and it was very painful to have that kind of money coming out of your account because those are usually high interest and they want to get paid back really fast. So be careful with those types of loans. Um, and so, yeah, and then scale with thought and scale with good process and teach the people in your family how to pitch in. May not be running the business. Like right now, my husband is literally at the spa learning how to run it. Um, doing an internship, if you will, in the process of actually getting um, other things that he's doing for his career. Um, he's a university teacher now, and he's also, you know, an actor, and he does different things. Has a, is about to go, to go take the bar to uh, finish up his law degree and all that. Um, he's learning how to run a spa. Why? Because he's thinking about investing in a spa as a income, passive income piece for his portfolio. Um, so that he has one that, you know, is producing and he gives him more flexibility, um, to do these other projects. So we're constantly talking about, you know, what does it look like if we do this and how does this feel? And, and so right now he's literally answering phones and booking appointments and doing, you know, I'm a big believer of like, get down in the trenches, roll up your sleeves, get your hands dirty, because that's how you learn. And that's how you feel the heartbeat of your organization is to be there on the floor, feeling it day in, day out. Um, which is one of the reasons why I'm always very visible and around um, when it comes down to my businesses. I'm not one to manage from afar. Um, and, and I don't, and trust me, I, I, I hate managing, period. I don't like micromanaging. I don't like having to tell anybody what to do. I'm a big believer in hire the kind of people that you don't have to tell them what to do. So that's a big piece too, is for your own sanity. You should not have to micromanage or any, you know, kind of supermanage anybody in your organization. If you do, then they're probably not the right fit. Um, just a little side note, but, um, more importantly, you know, find ways to bring that income in because right now it is not about the luxury lifestyle guys. It's not about building a, the kind of lifestyle that is going to be super, you know, just bougie and the cars and the, the trips and the, you know, all the stuff that people affiliate with money and the houses and stuff. In fact, if you can scale down on your mortgage and move into something smaller, that's a good thing. We actually avoided going down the road of buying anything um, and going too hot and heavy into any kind of real estate um, simply because we wanted to keep our overhead costs low during this time. This would have been our year. We would have had all the money to do that. It would have been phenomenal. But again, we lost a ton of money in this COVID situation. And, um, and so we're like, nope, maybe it was a better situation that we didn't get in over our heads and we can maintain our modest lifestyle, um, with the money that we make and still not stress every day that we can't make our bills. And so if you can downscale, you know, your living expenses a little bit, 
that's okay. It's the time to do it. It doesn't mean you're failing by any means. It means you're making smart decisions so that your family has better choices in the future because I promise you, your kids are going to need your financial help at some point. Um, they're going to need you to step in at some point, especially if things get tougher, um, which I believe they will. I don't think this is just going to be cut and dry. I don't think that the elections are going to happen. Everything's just going to snap back to normal. I really feel that there's going to be um, just a whole new way of doing things. And some of us will catch on quickly, others will not. And so it's just how it flows. I mean, it's, it's gonna be a, a bit of a ride. So um, yeah, definitely find ways to get your handle on your costs and expenses. And then, you know, find ways to diversify your income streams within the platforms and the businesses that you're already working. You know, if you have a business that you sell products in, can you partner up with other vendors? Amazon, my husband brought this to my attention, I had no idea. Amazon does this great thing where it's like, if you're recommending products and services, you can actually be a micro-influencer on their site and um, get paid for recommending them via your platforms, even if you're not like, have, if you don't have millions and millions of followers, that's okay. You can still, you know, those, those cookies still get embedded while people click on that link and then whatever they shop for, you get credit for. Uh, for short periods of time. So those types of affiliate marketing opportunities, if you have audience and you're talking to people and you're marketing anyways, and you're recommending products, that's a great stream of income. Cross train your staff to do other things. Right now we're having conversations with our staff what it looks like to do additional, my nurses are learning um, different injectables, my estheticians are bringing in certification ideas for um, different types of product lines and things that they want to get certified in. We've brought in more um, medical leadership and people that are able to bring like vitamin um, options to our table, um, which we didn't have the vitamin drips and things like that. We didn't have um, big like the skinny shots where you can do, um, you know, the lipotropics and all that. We didn't have that kind of um, medical director in place. Now we do. So things like that are going to start kind of coming to the table where we can discuss more revenue in, um, streams, how to utilize our space um, in the evenings and on days that we're closed. My husband does, um, he's you know in the theater world and does acting and so on, and so he's gotten really good with cameras and equipment and amazing cinematic photography that it just looks like a movie set. It's just beautiful, like old Hollywood style, like beautiful, beautiful uh, shots. Um, can do amazing actor headshots, all these great things with his equipment. And so I'm like, you know, we're in the aesthetics business. Why don't you use the spa as a studio to shoot um, clients in, in cinematic, you know, photos and do things like that. Um, and so he's already lining up. Lots of people are starting to call him to do um, headshots and to do cinematic photos. And he's been marking that for a short period of time and it's, it's lining up. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. There's another stream of income form of using your space creatively that I had not thought of but it really works because we're closed. There's great lighting, there's control over the lighting. We have an, even an outdoor space. So all these things start thinking outside the box and ways to bring those extra channels of income in. And I promise you that the stress will go down. Things will start being a little bit more manageable. And again, it's really all about that quality of life and navigating it. Um, I can't stress how important it is to have that spirituality piece. It just has literally saved my life. Um, I'm one to literally think of everything that can go wrong. And when I start letting go, 
um, and just trusting and trusting the process, trusting my maker, trusting all the pieces that come into play. It always works out and it always is okay. So I'm going to close on that guys. Love you guys. Let me know if you have any questions, please reach out to me via, um, social channels, uh, Patty Rappa. I'm on Instagram and, um, Facebook under Patty Morales. And you guys can always, you know, obviously, um, reach out to us at the spa at loose lounge and definitely make an appointment, come in and talk to us a little bit more about what your goals are. Um, love to do that piece, but I'm never above talking about the business side of it. And I do that all day anyways, because most of my women that are in the chairs are business women. So it's kind of fun. Have a great rest of your week, guys. I will catch up with you next time.